it's like really for you guys i can't imagine because that's someone who you guys idolize every single day of your guys life and uh if anyone wants to openly share about start us off on oh this this episode is definitely dedicated to the man for sure uh, i've since i was since i watched basketball it was he was the guy you know it was mj and then you know this young this young guy who just came by storm taking the league right so ever since i was a kid it was he was the guy so um yeah everything i've done in my life i've always related it to the people that i idolize and uh try to watch what they're doing and try to instill those kind of characteristics in my own character so yeah this podcast the things that i've done the risks that i've taken is dedicated to an idol like that i mean there's so many guys that i could give credit to but he's definitely on the top of that, that so what mountain. was it about him that stood out for you what was it specifically about kobe that just like made you idolize him and the work ethic the just the mentality he he brought yeah. the the ball basketball was everything the obsession was really what got me mm-hmm. because i was obsessed with basketball when I was a kid and I was always in that mindset of keep working, keep working. You'll get to that, to that, to that point and to play, you know, professional. Um, but then when, you know, things started to change, you grow up and you start switching gears and you realize that that's not going to be your path. You see, okay, I can still take that obsession and just channel it into all these other things in my life. Um, the characters just being hard, um, just the way he uh, would act during games and the things he would do just as a person as a personality um, from what I've seen I-, I was really obsessed with just the way he was so oh, yeah and so for you it would have been because co- we're a little bit older than- so for us I know it would have been Jordan mm-hmm. so but for your generation it would have been Kobe yeah. like there are multiple guys but yeah Kobe was definitely there yeah Kobe would have been your guys as Jordan yeah okay yeah I anyway, definitely agree. You guys can share too. No. Go for it. Um, yeah, like what Omit said, just the 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 fact of how obsessive he was on everything, mm-hmm. um, especially moving so often. It was really it was really hard to understand like how to make friends at such a young age. So when you would see different things, like I used to be on. YouTube holding down space bars, slowing everything down because that was the only way you could have slow motion to like break down exactly what he's doing, Mm -hmm. hear different stories about him. And then as I grew up a little bit more, it was more so like for for us, for example, our parents have completely different paths than the paths that we've chosen. So for me, the way I always saw it was although he's not my father, he's a very big father figure from afar. So my dad... I love my dad to death, but he doesn't understand the path that I'm taking the same way as Kobe might or as like an influential person in that realm might. Mm. So to me, I saw it as like uh, as someone who's giving me advice from afar and I'm able to learn things and apply them directly to what I wanted to do. So it was uh, it was definitely sad in that aspect, too. It kind of felt like a lot of the things even uh, like most people actually I was talking to Kenny about this. Most people don't know this story at all. Actually, no, one's, no, no one knows this story. Is When I first started playing basketball, I used to wear number three. 
because I loved Allen Iverson. I mm-hmm. loved Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew why I was wearing number three. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh, you're trying to be like D Wade. You're trying to be like Allen Iverson. And I kind of felt like I had a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I was like, I'm never going to be Allen Iverson. I'm never going to be D Wade. I just want to be like, I don't want to be them. I want to be me. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I still wanted to rock the number because obviously you want to rock your favorite player's number. Yeah. Sure. Then I switched to number eight because of Kobe mm-hmm. in high school. I'm like, high school starting, fresh start, number eight's the number. Then everyone's like, oh, like, are you trying to, like, you want, you're shooting a lot, you think you're Kobe. I'm like, I'm just trying to be me. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest thing was I wanted to be me, but I loved Kobe at that point. Yeah. It's like, I want to be like him. Like, mm-hmm. I study him. Mm-hmm. So what people don't know is Kobe's basketball number in for Team USA was number 10. And I saw that and I was like, I could be Kobe and no one would know. Like my heart is still like dr- driven towards him. I can still feel connected in that like player and uh, role model type of role. Yep. And no one no one knew. So that's the reason I chose 10 and no one's ever known that to the uh, about that till this day, which is kind of was he the first player to go directly from high school into the league? Like, had anyone done that before him? I think there's many that did do that at that age. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't Garnett, sure. I'm like, was it okay? Yeah. Same era. And then, yeah. so and they I both they went, it, okay. I don't remember for sure, but I think it was one year before. Okay. So, yeah, I just wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah. was he so the it first? It had been done. But he was but one of the early... Because I remember adopters. LeBron saying that he was partly the reason. Like, originally, he was going to go and do his one year at college right. and then when yeah. he saw Kobe go directly from high school to the league like he was for him it solidified that that's what he wants yeah. to do too that following year was the year 2004 is when they made that change rule yeah. of one year mandatory to go to college yeah okay Raj I uh yeah I mirror what what Olmid said Kobe was a is an inspiration to a lot of us and to others across the world I think like the news of today is bigger than sport. It's bigger than grieving. It's going to impact like a lot of people. Some of them will be athletes. Some of them will be attached to the sports world. Some of them will just have known Kobe as a father or as a creator or as a basketball icon or as a work ethic obsession guy. He will have connected to different communities in different ways. Um, I'm the same age as Kobe was when he passed. So my my fandom of him is a bit different because the aches and pains that he went through in his 30s and and later part of his career, there's a higher level of empathy for that. Um, Yeah, but I think like the biggest thing is he's an inspiration. He's an icon because he's an inspiration. Like what you said is I worked hard and he was one of my influences and you've kind of mirrored the same and all of us feel that way. So the inspiration, losing an inspiration is always hard and we'll we'll grieve and the community will grieve. I think what's going to happen is because of what's happened, he... He will become even more iconic. Like I, we talked with a couple of you guys earlier today about Pac, Biggie, Nipsey Hussle, Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. Like when these people pass away, Michael Jackson, when they pass away, they were already iconic. They were already successful. And then, and then our narrative of them changes because now we can't have them anymore. So we only have to look back. Yeah. Right. So when we look back, we try to attach ourselves to something about them. Yeah. So the narrative changes, our memory changes, our emotion changes, and they become even more iconic. So it'll be interesting to see, number one, like this next week here, like yeah. the world and L.A. itself when the funeral happens. You know, the, the, the public of L.A. is probably going to flood the streets and there's going to be a, a big event. And it'll be interesting to see like in five years, like Giannis and the players that are coming up now, 
what they remember and what they say and, and yeah. you know, what kind of tributes are made. Yeah. Right now there's going to be heavy tribute because it just happened. It's fresh. Mm. We're going through grieving. Five or ten years from now, we'll see what happens. But people still listen to Pac and it's still influential. People, It's like yeah. a big deal, right? And it's not a big deal because the music is amazing. The music is amazing, but it's not. that's not the reason it's a big deal. Yeah. The reason it's a big deal is because of some memory or some experience that you had, some nostalgia. So that'll be interesting to see. Like when you're, you know, ten years from now, you're still playing you're still going to remember your influence yeah. right like that's that's kind of cool yeah think about that so it's it's bigger than sport it's just oh. a huge deal lose an iconic inspiration and the other sad thing is his 13 the report yeah. is his 13 year old daughter was with him yeah. so that's 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 so sad, that probably makes all of us feel queasy i feel queasy yeah. during that you know like knowing that a young person with much of her life ahead of her had an accident it happens it sucks but it, it's shitty, you know, it, it yeah. makes you feel queasy. And to go with your dad, it hurts more and there's siblings left behind. So I can only imagine what they feel like. Um, yeah, it's shitty. Yeah, and when I, I first heard, like, I heard about um, Kobe and then when you heard about his daughter and yeah. immediately I just like, and I don't know why I thought this, I'm like, you know, because let's just say it had just been Kobe. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, when there's a death of a mother or a father mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. that like, it's mm -hmm. going to take time and with the proper healing and whatnot, like more often than not, the families will get, and then when I heard it was the daughter, I'm like, yeah. oh, like yeah. I just don't even, like if you're that mom, you know, I'm thinking yeah, about Vanessa. The one left behind? Yeah, like yeah. I th immediately the first person I thought of was like, and, and you know, being the, I thought of like Vanessa, his yeah. wife. And mm -hmm. I'm like, number same. one, like to lose Kobe, that in and of itself. And then the daughter and I'm like, I mean, just think about a parent it. Should not have to, yeah, parents like, should not have to bury their oh, child. Oh, and I just it's thought, I said, me and my sister were talking. Unnatural. So my sister lives in LA and she's like, Susan, like the whole, because I mean, he played, now it's just so uncommon, like for a yeah. NBA player to spend years. his entire, like Career, he might've yeah. been one of the like last few to do that. And That's she's true. like, Susan, like this city is just in shock. Yeah. She's like yeah. mourning everywhere you go like that. And if that had happened to another player i just don't think it would have that impact Magnitude, on a particular yeah. city mm -hmm. not to take away from other players but yeah i just thought i'm like will the wife get like just that double whammy and honestly my heart just i said a prayer for her and her girls and i'm like i don't know how you get through like the double whammy and it just oh yeah 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 not a great start to 2020 That's, yeah there's been but some tragedies i do want to sure. offer a different i want to share a perspective on this and it's just it's um so he's 41 years old and you think relative, so unlike Pac, so Pac died at 25, 26, 26 right? Yeah. So Pac still, like Pac even though had put out amazing music and like, you know, had established a name for himself. I mean, at 25, like had Pac stayed alive, you can only f imagine what he would have done. I look at someone like Kobe and me and my sister were talking about this and I said, you know, and not specific to Kobe, but like if you're going to die and die at 41, think about how much he accomplished in such a short period of time. Yeah. Like he, he changed the face of basketball, what he did off the court. Like he did, like he lived out a lot of his potential, mm -hmm. whereas someone like Pac, someone like Nipsey Hussle, like the Biggie, like they were young, like the best was still ahead of them. Whereas Kobe, I'm like, if you're going, if you're going to have a circumstance where you're going to you know, your time is up and your time is up at 41. Like, Raj, you're 41. Can you say you've done all that you've wanted to do? Like, I just said to my sister, he did so much in 41 years of age. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it made me think of a couple of years ago, I had a friend who passed away from cancer and she passed away from brain cancer at 40. And I never forgot this. Like, her mother, you know, when she was like on her dying 
like her dying days. And her mom was like crying and everything. And she's like, mom, like, don't cry for me. She's like, I'm 40 years old. And she's like, I did everything I ever wanted to do. And it was interesting that she was a pharmacist by trade. And a couple of years before her passing, her dream was to open up Cycle Bar. She gave up, like she walked away from pharmacy, opened up the Cycle Bar. She's like, everything I wanted to do. She's like, I wanted to get married. I wanted to experience motherhood. I wanted to like leave pharmacy. She's like, I did everything I wanted to do. She's like, how many 40 year olds do you know that can say that? And when her mom shared that story, I'm like, very few. And then I don't know why I thought of that story today when I thought of Kobe. Yeah. Like, think of what he did at 41. Like, yeah. there are not a lot. Like, 41 you know, is still so yeah, young. Yeah, there are not a lot of 41-year-olds out there who accomplished as much as he did. And he probably, like, he lived out his potential. He cro- Like, he probably had more to go, but crossed yeah. off. All- and I just thought, you know, it... Yeah, like he accomplished a lot in 41 years. Yeah, so. and I, I really relate to what he was doing after basketball yeah, too. Yeah, that stood out to me. Because yeah. he was going into uh, producing yeah. and he was going and he built a studio. Yeah. He had animators. He like I watched every, yeah. I watched every interview of his and yeah. he was like, I'm building a team of storytellers, animators, yes, yeah. uh, yes, filmmakers. Yes. And I was like, man, like I he was ready to do I am, so much I'm more. already doing this on such a yeah. small scale. And it's like... But he got to live out a lot of oh, his... Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's even changing... Like, I mean, he changed yeah, the face no. of basketball. And I just yeah. thought, like, there's not a lot of people who would die at 40... Or who would pass away at 41 having accomplished what he accomplished in... Like, 41 is such few years. Yeah. So, not, like, to say that that's yeah. the positive side or anything. But I just... I thought about no, that It's a today. different perspective. Yeah, sure. a different... It made me just think the same of, thing. Yeah, like, it made me think of my friend when she just said, like, everything I wanted to do, I got to do. And not a lot of 40-year-olds could say that. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, isn't... Like, that's just awesome that she felt that way. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm really glad Susan actually talked about, obviously, the family. But yeah. the, the, what, what really strikes a chord for me is his two youngest daughters, yeah. you know? And... It's like they're gonna live a full life with never realizing no, how yeah, yeah. big of an impact their His father youngest, made I think, on the was world. Born in on, September on yeah. basketball, but you know what I'm glad that's gonna happen for the two young daughters is the fact that they could search up their dad and find so many bits and pieces of yeah. him that they can see through yeah, that yeah. how powerful of a human yeah. being he is, you know. But another thing yeah. worth mentioning because I know like Kobe is like there. I think as of like this afternoon, they were saying there were nine passengers. So like our hearts and prayers and everything to go everyone. to all. Yeah. Like there were nine, and I feel like you know Kobe and his daughter obviously because they're well known. Like I don't want those two to overshadow the other seven. Yeah, yeah, also everyone else absolutely. Thoughts go out to everyone on so. that helicopter, and it's sad because that's a regular. Yeah. Yeah. Occurrence he he made in his life. He was on that helicopter that, often. I don't know if it's that exact one. It doesn't he make made sense. That to me. Commute. It's like a guy with, it just goes to show like a guy with like endless amount of money that you can think of can still have anything happen to you at yeah, any yeah. point in time. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter how rich you are. If Well, I'm thinking of it this way. In 20 years, how many times did he take that ride? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know where the destination was this time, yeah, yeah. but he was in that chopper All many times time. a year. Yeah. He had commercials in that chopper. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He so, so the, like the regular, regular use of that yeah. chopper, and, and you know, it's, it's. I mean, you know, we're kind of lucky yeah. that it didn't happen during his career. Yeah. It's still crappy, yeah. but happened after his career. I think the odds of it happening the how, day after. How about that? James. How about that? Yeah. He just got yeah. passed on the, on yeah, the all-time yeah, yeah. scoring list from now the, the third or fourth. Is so weird, man. 
They shared some mutual respect. So, and then he, right? the interesting thing is his last post was him. Like, and I actually was surprised. I, I, I didn't think Kobe would make that. Like, he's like, dude, can't wait to see you get to number two, right? Like, I, I would have figured yeah. that he might be upset that James oh, B. No. And that was his very last post as him yeah. congratulating, congratulating LeBron James saying, mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing you hit that number two spot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, isn't that like quite... Mature. Yeah. Who's number two? Uh, I think it's Kareem. Is it Kareem? Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Malone, yes. Carl Kareem Malone. Abdul-Jabbar is number one. number one. Yeah, yeah. Distant, distant number one. Pretty distant, yeah. Yeah, it's sad, sad but like you said, it's it's bigger than basketball. Yeah. You know, he was he's such a big name that mm-hmm. that name is gonna live on in many different communities. So I asked, I told Amaria today that this happened, and then she said, you know, she's kind of processing and she doesn't really know the stories that we know. She said, well, I know one boy in my class is gonna be upset. I said, well, why? How do you know that? What what makes you think that? He does this weird thing where he takes the crumpled piece of paper and he throws it and he goes, Kobe! Oh, wow. <laughs> right? You know what's funny? That's all I have that's... never taught Zane anything about Kobe. Right. Right? He's been retired. Zane, if he's not interested in uh, Kobe, Zane's my 10-year-old brother for those oh, okay. that don't know. Um, but even he, this past year, mm-hmm. I remember he, he did, the, did the exact same thing yeah, at home. He's like, yeah. Kobe! I was like... <laughs> Who taught you that? He's like, I don't know. I just learned. I was like, no, who taught you that? Is there a story behind that? I don't know. I'm like, okay, clearly there's a story between crumpled paper and You just know he's going in. He loves to shoot. And then he would always go in. So so people in in offices all over the world are taking crumpled up pieces of paper, tossing them in the garbage can. And they say, cool. Even, Even when you're playing. Like... Mentally, I used to say it all the time because you're you're shooting with confidence in that aspect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is if you're saying Kobe, you're thinking it's going in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I say okay. I say Omid. Yeah. Oh. I love how you tried to make it sound cool. That's way more nice. That's jokes. I love that. Well, thank you all for sharing, guys. I really wanted that. I know how important of a human he was to all of us, and especially yeah. to you guys, because mm-hmm. you guys live vicariously through that man. You know, so shout out to Kobe. This mm-hmm. one's for him and Gigi. Gigi. Yeah. Crazy. Any last words, guys, before we wrap up? Okay, so here's how we're going to wrap it up. You guys know the slogan. We live by the slogan. We're going to get... Can we do it with five people? No, we can't do it with five people. <laughs> let, let, let the people that are on the Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Okay. So you guys know when we're on the second floor, we Our talk about members. how to... Survive. How to... Keep the good vibes yeah. alive. Thrive. Thrive. Alright, Susan, it's all over. It's all over. Give me last. We'll go again. We're not allowed to join the team anymore. Thrive and keep it... Yes, sorry. This is our first time doing this, but we'll ease it in. Survive. We'll ease it in. Keep the good vibes alive. Alright, cut it out now. No, no, we're not going to cut it. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Let's redo it. So you guys know when we're on the second floor podcast, we love to talk about how to... Survive. How to... Thrive. And keep the good vibes... Alive in life and in business. Business, business baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you. Thank you. My favorite part was when Susan was like, Oh, are we filming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but then somebody said, Okay, guys, get real. Like, I was expecting.
Control chaos. My first time, I needed that's to be like, to, you know. You were better off not. Oh um, my god! I that's why. That's why I said relax. The moment you realized that it was live, she was like, she did this. She was like, the voice change. I know, no, but I've been told like obviously because when you're from shooting, like you want to have a straighter back. Oh yeah. Look more. It was more. No, no, wasn't me. No, I know. I just want to look like. Mine was too. I'm vain. I want to look. Back when you got as soon as you got taller, the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt too low here. I had to go up yeah, on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, what's happening? I was like, I'm in 